Hey, Akko. Hey, Marcy. Real quick. So for those of you who may not know already, we are in the midst of a, I guess you could call it like a campaign. Okay, that's sure, like that's like not? a lot. But it's, it's like, we're, basically, we're doing this thing where we're trying to like, I guess, increase our ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. So we have this thing going where um, when we get to 25 ratings and reviews, we'll be releasing our first ever episode, episode zero, um, where we talk about Book of Martha by Octavia Butler. And this is like before we were a podcast, before before we had like an RSS feed when we were trying to like figure out like if we wanted to even do the shit or not. And I wanted to let you know actually that not only one do we have 20 reviews as of this what? recording, so we only need five more, but in the past week or so, we got three new reviews that were super lit. It's so cute. And I just like... Just wanted to read them and just give some thanks to those who left us some love because we really, really appreciated it. So, Ooh, yay, reviews. Okay, yeah. I'm excited. So the first one is by someone by the name of Jewel3, and they left a review under the title of a really dope podcast, dope in all caps, which, <laughs> thank you. So it reads, The Color Pages Book Club is such a fun, hilarious, and positive podcast. The hosts are super personable, relatable, and clearly have fun discussing. They have really honest discussions about the books they read and about the societal impacts of literature, but with lots of laughs and gems. And I love that just because I, I, I love that the podcast is coming off as like really positive because that's something that like Akko and I are very much like that was like our goal from the very beginning. It's like we wanted literature and discussions of it to be lighthearted and fun and accessible. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like we are able to kind of leave like a positive energy is like Really Makes nice. So thank you. Yeah. But yes. Aga, did you want to read the next one? Yeah. So the next one um, is from For Chafing Glory. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, a must listen, exclamation point. Marcy and Akko are absolutely delightful. Come for the insight into fabulous books from colorful backgrounds. Hey. Stay for the banter and care. Mm. could not recommend these two wonderful humans and their podcast enough make time in your day for them you won't be sorry ah so sweet and of course i know exactly who it's from so right. you are a lovely human <laughs> who we both love so much <laughs> right and that's why i laughed when i read for chape glory because i was like oh, okay okay sis i see you but yes but thank you girl you know exactly you know exactly who you are and we love you so yes. thank you and the last one is from someone by the name of Nell Foria, and their review is under the title of Lit Podcast! Exclamation point, pun intended. And it reads, Love Akko and Marcy's Breakdown of Books. It's a hilarious podcast, and I actually bought Toni Morrison's Sula after listening to those episodes. Ooh. They make reading fun again. Definitely give them a listen if you want to be excited about reading again. I can't wait till they read the rest of the Broken Earth trilogy. Which thank you so much. I'm also I'm also gagged that like people like go out and get the books after we talk about them because I'm like we literally talk about like everything. Well, not everything that happens, but like a lot of the shit that happens. So I'm glad that we were able to inspire you to read Sula and maybe to get into Toni Morrison in general because if you weren't already, because Toni Morrison is just just the queen. my God, just right. oh wow, rest in peace. But um. Mm. Also, yeah, that last piece about the Broken Earth trilogy. You, you know, honestly, we should. We should. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll we'll take that to the drawing board and definitely like consider doing that in the future because maybe like as a bonus episode or something. Kind of Ooh. what we do with Justina Ireland could be cute. Um, 
But yes, so to all of those people who left reviews, we just really want to say thank you so much. It was yes. so, so nice to read them. And like, it just really definitely keeps us going, keeps us motivated. And like to see that like this is having like, like this is resonating with people is just like invaluable. So like, thank yeah. you so much to everyone. And if you would like to leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, we would be very, very appreciative. And again, when we get to 25, we'll be releasing Book of Martha, which something Ooh. tells me might be very, very soon. Yes. But yes, let's and get... Also, I just wanted to add mm-hmm. that the reviews don't yes. have to be positive. Like we are happy that you like us but you don't have to like us life is a bunch of choices and an amalgamation <laughs> of everything you feel so right write whatever you want mm-hmm. don't 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 be mean like don't don't right. <laughs> like, like, like we have feelings yeah. like we fuck. have feelings but, you know like, like <laughs> fuck <laughs> but like right. you know like also keep it real yeah we want to hear what you genuinely think so it's mm-hmm. not like oh once we get to 25 five stars it's like we just want to hear what you think so yeah. yes definitely underscoring what Akko said and yes ooh, girl it's been it's been a little bit so let's get to this episode and talk about mooncakes woo Hey everyone, it's Akko. And I'm Mossy. And welcome back <laughs> to the Color Pages Book Club, which you may or may not know is a bi-weekly podcast that focuses on, oh, fiction, fantasy, Come on. and magical realism written by writers yes, from Colorful Backgrounds. Woo! Yes, Colorful Backgrounds. Yes. And today we're going to be continuing our summer short series by talking about Mooncakes, uh, which was a graphic novel written by Suzanne Walker and illustrated by Wendy Hsu. Um, so not only is it a graphic novel, it's also a graphic novel that has won a Hugo Award for Best Ooh. Graphic Novel Story, as well as the Goodreads Choice Awards for Best Graphic Novels and Comics. Huh. Well... I didn't even know Goodreads gave awards. That no, is I really, wild. I truly was, I was none. The a bitch had <laughs> no idea, but I'm like, go off. Why <laughs> not? What? Get all the awards. Maybe I'll make. I'm like, did Goodreads just make up an award just right. to, like, just to give, like, because honestly, like, what? But you yeah, have, like the Blue Bell Ice Cream Awards for the best, like, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> horror movie or something. Can you imagine? Um, oh thank god but speaking of questions i have for society i marcy <laughs> come on transition <laughs> yes god have a question for you uh yes what is your question in mooncakes we have you know there's a, there's a little bit of magic a little bit of light to ya fantasy um mm-hmm. and you know that comes with a couple of tropes we've got your witches and your werewolves and your giants mm-hmm. and your talking animals so i wanted to throw it back to a classic question of which uh-huh. would you rather and the question okay. is a vampire or a werewolf and why Mm. Cha, I don't even got to think about it. Um, so I would definitely be really? a vampire if I could choose. Yes, oh. because for a number of reasons. So vampires are really most of it is flight. Like it's like the fact that I could just, I mean, yeah. granted, being a bat <laughs> sounds disgusting. Like I can't think of anything less I would like to be than a bat. Like that literally sounds, it, it just sounds like a disease. But, you know, that aside, I'm like, the bats can fly. And I feel like that's cute. So, like, I don't know, just, like, being, like, a creature of the night, like, being able to fly, being able to, like, also just, like, be bipedal if I need to and, like, you know, walk on land. It's just, like, very, like, that definitely appeals to me. I also just love the aesthetic of vampires. I always found them very, like, 
Like, I love, like, the makeup and, like, the androgyny. And they're just very, like, regal and, like, lit. And I just feel like the aesthetic is just, like, all, it's just currently my tea. So I feel like mm. it would be a seamless transition to become a vampire. Like, I would just need, like, a little <laughs> bit more eyeliner and that's it. So, honestly, like, I feel like the aesthetic is lit. Being able to fly would be lit. Granted, the blood-sucking part, I'm like, mm. Like, I feel like I'd be, like, vegan. Like, if I could be, like, a vegan vampire, How like... How are you going to be a vegan vampire? That, like, I could just drink a lot of water. Like, if I could supplement it, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, suck the, like, the nutrients out of, like, fruits. Like, I'd be, like, really, really into that. But um, if I actually had to drink blood, like... Mm. I want you to know that drinking fruit is the aggressive opposite of being a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, I just said, yeah, can I just be a vampire for, like, the aesthetic and then, like, otherwise just not be a vampire? Like, it, actually, can I just, like, not be a bad either? Like, can I just be, like, a like a cardinal or some shit and then, like, be vegan but, like, also a vampire um, but also, like, not cause harm? Um, yeah. So, vampire <laughs> for those reasons. <laughs> what about you? Um, so, I was just, while you were saying that, I was like, oh, I forgot that, like, traditionally there's a tr- uh, an animal transformation aspect of, of vampires as well. I completely forgot about that, about the mm. bad thing. There's also, like, a lot of, I, I'm going to go with werewolf. And it's not just to be contrarian. And it kind of is, because I actually wouldn't want to be an animal at all, but it's fine. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, but, um, I, I feel like there's a lot that comes with being a vampire there's a lot of like you gotta sleep in a coffin you can only come out at night then you oh shit you're you right know, damn like, you go out in the sun we're you know we got that melanin so not fuck wait girl i did not think about this at all okay. i just thought about the clothes <laughs> anyway um i already replied though. i can't change my answer keep going <laughs> i'm dead and then so you can't go at night and there's like you know uh, the people are always trying to stake you with the wooden the, uh, that's the other thing how on earth is a why am i allergic to wooden stakes like i can fly right i can run around doing all this stuff but a wooden stake is what gets me i'm like that doesn't make any sense um that just feels cheap but uh, but there you go i do agree and then i'm like do i really i I, holy water is just water and how am i supposed to tell if it's holy or not that's gonna be really (laughs) difficult you know i'll be like just trying to take a regular drink and someone's like ha i blessed that water i'm like no right (laughs) um so that's the other thing. I do agree with you. The aesthetic is great. Like the teeth, I think are really impressive. Like the cape, like the cape, it's just yeah. it's kind of sexy. Honestly, I'm, I under, like, over I'm, the years, I'm just gonna keep it a buck. Like I'm kind of into it. <laughs> right. That's, I mean, over the years, vampires have been very, very sexy through literature. Although apparently at first they were like not so, or maybe they were always supposed to be sexy because then they can like trick you into letting them, you know, like a survival thing but um i do agree the blood drinking is a little it's a lot it's a lot with the blood drinking so yeah um but the next sucking part is fine oh let me oh girl let me just (laughs) something is happening let's just keep going let's continue well yeah right there's a there's definitely a sexy aspect to the to the next (laughs) sucking time but then i was i was watching i think that some the true blood or something and i was like well first of all their fangs look funny in that show but more importantly Mm -hmm. i was like you know the actual process of putting teeth to neck, ah, it's a lot. It's like, because you got to find the right vein and artery and, you know, you choose. No, that's one. fair. Maybe the person starts bleeding out. I'm not a doctor. I, you know, I'm just a casual blood drinker. So, for yeah. all <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, that's a little messy. So no, for, that's fair. For all those reasons, I think I would rather be a werewolf. And so, if I were a werewolf, I could go outside a lot of the time this is I correct. could run yes. quite quickly no one knows anything about like they don't have to know I'm a werewolf you know what I mean I, I will say that, that, that um, 
I don't know. I feel like werewolves like to like eat raw things and, and their sense of smell is really high. But maybe if I was in the werewolf body, I, I think what I like is that I have two different like transformations. So maybe when I'm in the werewolf body, I'm fine like eating mm-hmm. raw meat and and I don't know, sleeping outside and getting my fur mm-hmm. all messy. I, I don't want to be either, Marcy. <laughs> I'm going to fight the premise. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I really said that in my no, that, I mean, honestly, it's. I think saying neither, it, that is also an option. Um, so... Yeah, but like when you put it that way, it's like being a werewolf definitely sounds less stressful. Like I didn't, like I definitely forgot about the whole coffin shit, girl. That sounds a mess. But like, because mm-hmm. like, what if you wake up and have to go to the bathroom? Then you have to like get out the coffin. Mm-hmm. And like, what if it's heavy? Oh my god, it's too much. But also, just like I don't know. I just yeah, there's just a certain maybe Twilight did it. Maybe Twilight succeeded in my <laughs> adolescence, and I just have this like sexual energy towards vampires. That I'm like, I find this desirable. Yeah. So, no, you're not I don't know, there's one. something... They're very sexy. Yeah, there's I mean, something about Anne, that I'm like, hmm. Okay, Stephanie Meyer. I see what you did there. I think Anne, Anne Rice was the one who did it in the 80s. She wrote all these, like, very sexy vampire novels. And everyone's like, oh, vampires. So, right. it's, a, it's a decades-old tradition. I did not even realize that was the... Huh. But, yeah. I mean, that makes sense, because, like, vampires have been around for how long? Like, girl, what? Like, oh, like, yeah. Like, right, like, Twilight def- certainly started nothing. Um mm. But yeah. Why do you think teenagers? Why, why? Why do you think young? Do you think it's just a metaphor for like the, the fear of coming of age and and discovering your sexuality? Right. That, that because vampires are very very sexual, but it's 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 always like this this, this younger this younger woman. Is it this like metaphor mm-hmm. for like the fears of 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 sexual indulgence? I, there's probably some religious stuff around it too. I'm just like, why does it appeal to the young adult? You know, these trans. Well, I mean, maybe there's a transformation narrative for the werewolf and your instincts being hard to control and them happening so suddenly. Yeah, okay, I get mm-hmm. it. I see it. I see it. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess, but it's just kind of like, I mean, that's thing. I don't know what the true like. I guess the extent of the like lore behind these creatures. So it's just like I, I, there might be some symbolism that I'm just not necessarily catching. But like, I mean, I literally forgot that they slept in coffins. So like, honestly, <laughs> like what? Um. But yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, like, I mean, at least from from that narrative, it's like, like, Bella became a vampire at the end, right? Didn't she? She did. And that was like a thing, but it was always kind of like, oh, like, these male characters are like, run- well, nah, not necessarily. Uh, you know, know. honestly, just- I don't think, I don't know if, if we're going to try to figure out vampiric lore. I don't know if Twilight is the one we should go with. Um, no, that's like very fair. <laughs> we should we should pivot to literally, literally anything else. Well, unfortunately, so, like, I don't know if we've watched a lot of vampire stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe it's the fact that they're mythical makes it like less. I mean, obviously it makes it less real, but like I don't know. You can kind of like, kind of code things more in a way that if they were like just two regular human people, like it could be mm. two on the nose. I don't know. Hmm. Can I say one grievance I do have with these vampires? Please, narratives, at least in recent history. Okay, yes. I would like to point out one. Ah, it's two grievances. The first grievance is if I am a hundred and something years old, I really think that the 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 main lead should be someone who's at least 40. And here's why. Ooh, say it again. One, it's predatory. Second, I mean, I'm Correct. just like, Edward, you're 118 years old and you're in school? That's weird, man. Like, why are you in high yeah. school? You could be in college. You could be a grad student. You don't actually have to go to school. You could, you live forever just buy the books, you know, just buy right. them and read them. <laughs> so I think that's weird. It also doesn't make any sense. I mean, at 27 i already can't have a very long conversation with a 17 year old that doesn't require me to like kind of be like 
yeah, that's not how life works. You know what I mean? Like, I, there's still like a level of like, I, I'm not talking to a 17 year old being like, so how is your, like your taxes? You know what I mean? Like, I, there's just a like a right. level there. If I was 118 talking to an 18 year old, I feel like I'd be like, I saw a whole century change. So I'm, I'm not really sure if they're being like mentally mm. stimulated. So I'm like, why are you? Ta- I, I, I feel like if I was 118 and looked like an 18 year old, a very interesting story would be you being attracted to an older woman because they would have had more life experience and could better relate mm. to you, but then would perhaps not take you seriously because you look so young until you then reveal mm. that you're actually older than them because you're 118. And that would be an interesting story. Maybe the, the person's a divorcee or has kids and how would you nav- navigate that space? I just feel like right. we should maybe age up these characters a little bit to get out of the creep factor. And also just because I think it would make a more nuanced story. Mm. Um, the second thing, and I know this is very off topic, but here it goes. Okay, I keep I, between Vampire Diaries, True Blood, and and Twilight. All of y'all lived mm-hmm. through the civil rights movement and the Civil War, and none of y'all seem to understand that if you were vampires during that time, why in God's green earth did you not do anything <laughs> about it? And no one seems to question this. Like in Vampire Diaries, they're mm. like from the South. So in True Blood too, they're all in the South, and you're just mm-hmm. like. I feel like someone needs to address the fact that y'all either uh, assisted or were complacent in the, <laughs> you know, Ooh. like history of American slavery. And then they're just like, yeah. I feel like it's not a yeah situation. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what if you put, that's why I'm like, could you really put a, well, in Vampire Diaries, Bonnie is a witch who is somewhat of a lead character, although there's mm-hmm. controversy around that. But. Um, could you really put a black as a black a young black girl reading YA? I was like, I can't be in the other side of this role. I can't. I don't see myself mm. in Bella or Suki. I think or I, Elena or something because I would have been like, I got questions. Like, mm. <laughs> I would have genuinely been like, Yeah, you do know that like the KKK. If you have so many powers, don't you think you should have? I don't know. <laughs> solved that, and they're like, Meh you're too busy going to high schools and you're like yeah weird <laughs> so huh that's interesting i didn't really think about that it's like yeah because then it's like at that point it's like like if like has your mentality changed like you really right. just grew up in like the 1800s and you just mm-hmm. carried that shit with you until the present day girl like you must be screened first. Like, it's like, right. I'm I'm sorry. We just need to, like, <laughs> I, I, I am nervous with uh, the idea of right. intimately getting to know someone. Like, um, you never hear them be like, yeah, when I was marching the civil rights movement, couldn't get any of the pictures because then they would know I live forever. You know what I mean? There's no one, no indication on what side of history they were. Mm. like they just never say anything about it. And I'm like, uh, this has to do with the, the, the lead who this appeals to i suppose but um i just think about it sometimes interesting anyway we should probably take a break and when we come back we can get back on topic (laughs) (laughs) yes we'll take a break and talk about mooncakes Woo. So, actually, there are no <laughs> vampires in the story. Sorry, guys. There's This is very vampire light. But there are, are werewolves, yeah. so that's fun. Um, there are. And witches. Werewolves and witches, which is a nice combo. You know, a nice tag team. Yeah, I'm into it. 
So the story starts off with Nova Huang, a hard of hearing teenager witch who lives with her grandmothers, Truly and Nichama. And the three of them work in this witchcraft bookstore, which is actually the the front for it is like a delicious bakery. And I was like, dang, I mean, that's kind of best of both worlds. You got some magic, <laughs> you got some baked bake goods. I mean. They put in literal magic in the biscuits. And I'm right. here for, I, honestly, that sounds like I will be there. I was like, I want magic. You know, after it. quarantine. Right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> right, right. But, um, but uh, okay, so usually Nova is at the age where a teenage witch was supposed to like travel for an apprenticeship. I don't know. I don't think that's lore, but in the story she's supposed to. But Nova is yeah. doing her 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 apprenticeship <laughs> with her grandparents, uh, and her parents are dead, I believe. So they can't. They're not there, and she's been through a lot. So she's like, oh, let me stay home with the grandmas mm-hmm. and get this done. Another character in the story is Nova's friend Tam Lang, a non-binary werewolf who spent their childhood moving around with their mother and stepfather, who Big Reveal is a part of a crazy demon cult. The stepfather? Wild. <gasps> I know. Crazy. So, sorry, that, I literally forced it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can just be, It's okay, girl. <laughs> um, there's also Nova's friend Tatiana, who is a sarcastic scientist who's not about to this magic stuff, but she is down for the <laughs> magic. ride. Magic. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the last character... Huey Fairchild. Oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> the last character who is of moderate importance is Miss Crawford, who lives down the street. She's also a witch, and she stops by the shop sometimes to discuss like, how very trustworthy and great member of society she is, and how we should all <laughs> definitely trust her. And you're like okay right. Missy, like great. super trust her super you are great right um, so tatiana is working as a nanny for this one family but while she's working and like helping with the kids she noticed some weird stuff going on in the woods and she's like hey mm-hmm. nova i think some magic stuff is happening and Nova's like <laughs> bet, <laughs> she, bet. <laughs> so nova rolls up and she to investigate and finds tam in werewolf form and a demon horse being a demon and it <laughs> and it turns out that Tam got stuck in werewolf form like a month ago and couldn't get out because like evil is happening and then right. Nova's like yo you should stay with me because Tam's like I also have to like run away from my family um, right. and Nova's like alright we're going back to my house and, and they're like I don't want to impose on your grandmas and Nova's like I'm like I'm walking out of the woods so if you want to come I'm just right. gonna go. like I'm leaving <laughs> I am leaving so just, it's really up to you at right. this point right so Tam meets the grandmas and uh, reveals that there's a demon in the woods and only the werewolf magic can take them down and you're like I, I, I'm okay sure and Tam <laughs> has figured out that their powers are really necessary um, to do it for some reason which is revealed later so mm-hmm. Tatiana the grandmamas Tam and Nova do some research on werewolf magic and on this yeah they also aren't actually doing that because Nova and Tam actually are childhood crushes and Ooh. really just spend a lot of time discovering each other and you're like Ooh. okay Ooh. kids come on I was like come on I do I was like <laughs> I, I have like, this issue when the romance pops up when it's the apocalypse end of the world or very serious circumstances <laughs> I had the same feeling in Harry Potter when I don't know much about Harry Potter I never read the books but when Ron and and that other one Hermione were like making out while they're like getting some Wait, war cruxes they, or something they get together they get together I know 
Oh, damn. I know the two of us don't know enough about Harry Potter, but they get together. But the scene where it happens, is, it's very intense. There's like, you know, wands ablaze and there's people running. And I was like, this is not the time for a makeout session. And every time that happens in a book or movie, I'm like, it, it, I just, <laughs> let's all stay focused. So anyway, they don't stay right. focused, obviously. But meanwhile, the Grimamas, who are lit, head to the woods. Lit. Seal the demon to give them more time and they're they're fun they're like do you remember you know the 1994 like magic wars they're like that was us and you're like oh i don't remember i don't remember at all <laughs> but it Shouldn't sounds like either girl right. damn <laughs> it sounds like stuff <laughs> went down sounds like okay so that was fun. right so um the grandmas decided to test tam at the next full moon but before that they had this like Mid-autumn festival, which is a Chinese tradition. And I think it also intersects with Sukkot that year, which, as if you remember from Hartwood, uh, is a Jewish holiday. Um, so it was fun. I feel like they, like, told us basically the everyone's, like, kind of different ethnicities, but, like, mm. kind of through culture as opposed to just being like, this is what this person is and this is what this person is. So it was right. fun, like a little fun scene. And then mm-hmm. it's also wild because I guess uh, the moon and something about magic and the mid autumn or something and <laughs> the dead. Like the solar come, system. Right. Like, yeah. a, the solstice. I don't know. And so. Right. <laughs> Yule. I don't know, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Who knows? But anyway, so, right. um, so because of that magic, like, um, the, uh, uh, Nova's dead parents can show up, and also her bird head cousin. And I was like, okay, I don't know. How are you? What is a bird head cousin? Like, I don't even like. It's like a. He literally just has a bird head, and I was like, yeah. I feel like this isn't. <laughs> did you did you put a spell on you? And they're like, he's really self conscious about. It. And I'm like, I can imagine he would but like, be. But like. <laughs> Are there other bird headed like, people? I had so many questions. I was like, is this a is this like a, a group of people or did he like accidentally oh like magic himself? Because it, those are two different implications. If you're the right. only person it's with like a bird head in society. Like, I, it's like all we know is that it was like an accident. Like they're right. like, oh yeah, Tyrion's just really subconscious right. about having a bird's head but like a human's body, and it's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> oh god. And then like no one really answers the question. No one. It's like he just goes back. And home. even like Tam was just like, Oh yes, like your bird head cousin, it just kind of like moved on like, right. Gosh, which is probably just like a really great demonstration of like love and acceptance but i was just like what the, like so so we're just not no you all okay. need to take him to a doctor or something or use some <laughs> magic to try and fix it it's not they said it was an accident it doesn't sound like he was just naturally a bird-headed man right. <laughs> you can't just let that go but anyway they did what people are really concerned about during this time is the fact that nova has not traveled oh for her God. apprenticeship and apparently this is very important to her her mom. I'm not 100% sure where the conflict is here, but it, there's a conflict and everyone's upset. And, um, but but the parents are like, okay, we understand. And the grandma moms are like, she's here, she's with us, she's happy. And they're like, maybe it was too soon for us to visit. And I, maybe this is a metaphor about, you know, coming to terms with death at a young age. And sure, I'll, yeah, I'll give it to you. So then, also, to be fair, um, so real quick, so um, Nova's parents, yeah, they're like in a ghost form. Yeah, right they're now. ghosts. So like, yeah. yeah, so they're like ghosts right now, mm-hmm. which is why everyone can see them and communicate and all that shit. Sorry, yeah. keep going. But like, yeah, so, so fair. So after... The mid-autumn festival ends. Tam and Nova 
run into Miss C, who's apparently helped Tam when they were struggling with um, their stepdad, who is, like I said, evil. So they're like, hey, Miss C, how are you? And Miss C's like, good, how are you? And and they're like, um, fine. And she's like, I would twirl my mustache, but I don't. Yeah, that would be too obvious. And you're like, yeah, fair. So Tam tries to fight the demon um, with Nova, but fails and gets really sad. And Nova's like, mm-hmm. we're in this together. And then they do some spell thing where they fuse minds or read each other or they're together in a magical ethereal space that's not a right. physical place. <laughs> And I was like, cool, 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 cool. This might be a metaphor for sex, which they mention, but it could also not. Who knows? It's teen, right. teenagers being teenagers, you know, typical stuff. Right. Yes. And it bears mentioning that. So the like spell, like we like are reading each other's mind thing that they're doing is typically only done between witches. Like you usually don't do yes. it between like a witch and like a werewolf or someone mm-hmm. who's not a witch. But it was sickening and worked. And so Tam was like, okay, that was lit. But like, what exactly was the significance? And then Nova like kind of looked into the distance and was like, the time will come where you'll find that out. And then yeah. Tam was like, uh, like, or why are you like looking off camera right now? You know, like, it's like, it's like, that just seems like, like, like the wind started blowing all of a sudden. I'm and Tam's dead. like, wait, we're inside. Anyway, um, so all of that happened. And so, so now, so yes, so Tam's still a little bit upset about the whole, like, you know, like not being able to defeat the demon thing, but like, you know, whatever, we're just going to move on. Um, so now we're going to cut quickly to Tatiana, who again is Nova's like hilarious, like scientific friend who like kind of doesn't believe in magic, um, but is like around and lit. Um, and so Tatiana's like at the, so she's like nannying at the moment and like she sees like some weird commotion outside. So she like calls Nova and she's like, Hey girl, you want, you trying to, uh, come over because I just see some weird lights outside and it's like near Miss Crawford's house. Cause it's like always goddamn Miss Crawford who has these issues. Um, and so, like, she's like, yeah, Nova, could you please come over? And then, like, Nova's like, yeah, girl, whatever. So, anyway, so basically, so Nova comes over and sees Mrs. Crawford, like, so before when the grandmothers, like, went to the forest and, like, bound the forest demon and trapped them, like, they kind of put them in this, like, little cage thing. And so Nova ran across, like, Mrs. Crawford, like, basically trying to, like, get the demon, like, out of the cage. And Nova was like, girl, what the fuck? What the what the fuck are you doing and then miss crawford was like oh um i'm not evil and then nova was like Mm. what is this um (laughs) it's basically so nova's like so nova does like so she like uses magic plus like her hearing aid to like body mrs crawford and like is able to like i I forgot what she did with the demon she like put it somewhere else or did i think she like momentarily like um what does she do she like basically like defeated Mrs. Crawford, but get, which gave her enough time to go home and get the grandmothers and Tam, and then come back. Yeah, that's it. So uh, Mrs. Crawford, I guess, like escapes in the time that it takes Nova to go home and come back. But basically, the grandmothers like reseal it, and they put the demon in this like not like a what's the word I'm looking for like a shed in the backyard, I guess, which is like near Miss Crawford's house. I, unclear the geography of the situation, mm. but that's so basically all you need to know is that the demon is now in a shed um, sealed. Yeah, again. and Miss Crawford's like mad, like hella evil, like yeah. so she, evil. Like, Stop being fake evil. She's like real evil now, right? She's like, I'm just gonna like just really step in my truth and be evil. And I'm like, honestly, I like I respect it. Um, so anyway, so basically all this happens, and so like the family goes back, and so at this point, yeah, so it's. Tam, Nova, the grandmothers, and not Tatiana, because Tatiana is like at the, the but, house, I guess, still nannying the children. Um, and so they're talking, they're like, yo, like, that's crazy, but it was Cropper, like, what? Like, that's crazy. And then they're like, yeah, we need to like do something about this because this is like super problematic. Um, maybe we can do like do something tomorrow. And then Tam like looks into the distance and they're like, <laughs> Yeah, you know, 
I have a secret I would like to reveal. And then everyone's like, <gasps> and there's, there's like a split screen reaction of each person. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of anime recently. So I think that's, <laughs> what, that's why it's like very top of mind for me. Um, anywho, so basically they're like, so Tam, like, what's the tea? Like, what's up? And they're like, all right, so boom. So so we know that the demon is like a demon that needs to not, like, I guess, not be in this realm of existence and only a werewolf can take it down. But what we didn't know was that apparently there's like a cult yeah. um, of hoes who like, want the demon energy to mm-hmm. like be in the world and basically the only one who the only type of person that could like absorb that kind of demonic energy is a werewolf and so what they were trying to do was like get a werewolf to absorb this demon spirit and then like basically use it to like take over the world like it's unclear but like whatever that's like their plot yeah um and everyone's yeah, it's like, really unclear what the end goal is. Are they trying to? Yeah, you know, with evil, te- evil like forces in teen books and stuff, I'm often confused what the what the through line is. You know, right? Anyway, it, it was super uh, power out of girl, evil. Anyway, yeah, so basically they're like, they're like, oh, we want like a demon werewolf, and they're they were like, why? And they're like. <gasps> demon werewolf and i'm like okay this is not these aren't words um but anyway so basically like tam reveals that there's like a cult of hoes and the motherfuckers are like wait they're like tam like this is it's like page 124 like i feel like this is like a page 60 kind of like why did you like, this just seemed like pertinent information like why did you not okay um and so they're like they're so like, Tam's like yeah we gotta the like comic themselves they're like no no right. like, <laughs> you didn't mention this <laughs> <laughs> like they're flipping through the pages. They're like, wait, I feel like we should have known this like 60 pages ago, but okay. Um, and so basically Tam's like, yeah, we, I feel like we should just do something now. And they're like, um, like, let's just wait and just like, you know, deal with this tomorrow. So everyone goes to sleep except for Tam. Who's like, you know what? I am going to take down this demon and we got this and decides to just go off into the night alone, which again, another trope that I don't mm-hmm. understand when like one of the heroes is like, I must do it alone. And it's just like, but you have like a whole team of motherfuckers who were like yeah. ready and willing. Like they literally just told you to just wait a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, like, I, like the demon's still going to be in the shed. You know, like I just, I just like, whatever. Anyway, it's so basically Tam rolls out, goes to the shed. And is like, okay, I'm going to take care of this demon. And then of course, Mrs. Crawford is there. And like, they have this whole tit for tat back and forth thing. And then basically Tam like low key gets bodied by Miss Crawford yeah. and like kidnapped. And it was like, fuck. And then like, they also like Miss Crawford also took the horse demon thing. And so like Miss Crawford is really just two for two, like just really it's just true. She's I, like a force to be reckoned with mm-hmm. truly. Um, and so meanwhile, uh, Nova and like her whole family, like they have like these cats that have like been around in the background like this whole time. But I guess the cats like saw this shit happen. They're like, girl, what? And so they like ran back to the house and they're like scratching on Nova's door. They're like, bro, like we need you to get up and like do something. So they like managed to get inside, wake Nova up. Who then is like, oh shit, like Tam's gone. So like she wakes up her grandmothers and like calls Tatiana who like literally pulls up and I'm like wait what about the kids you were nannying um, but whatever <laughs> and so like they're like fuck like Tam's gone and like we need to figure out what happened like they were searching and like couldn't find them and they're like shit and so they're like okay we just got to figure out where Tam is and then we will like plan a counterattack. and so they do like magic um and they're able to realize <laughs> where Tam is like on a map because they had like something that had like Tam scent on it sure and so Basically, Nova, her two grandmothers, Tatiana, and like a league of spirit animals. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. also, so the spirit animals to put them in context. Um, so when Tam was like in the forest for like a month and like stuck as a werewolf, like they befriended all of these like forest creatures that were like spirits and like lit. Um, and so earlier in the story, when the grandmothers went to seal the demon the first time, like they like met all these forest creatures, and the forest creatures were like, "Bro, Tam's like mad lit," and they're like, "I know." 
Yeah. And so the, I guess the forest spirits like realized that the team was gone and they like pulled up. So basically it's like this motley crew. So again, that's Nova, Tatiana, the two grandmothers and this, and this league of forest animals um, decided they're going to like save Tam. So meanwhile, cut to Tam. Tam's like in this like cage, like in like a cave. Um, and there's like the forest demon and like the like cult of hoes. And then of course, like Tam's stepdad is like in the cult and right. it's like a whole gag because they're like, wait, so like why? Like, did you really just do this shit just to get at me? Like right. you just like dated my mom just so like you, like because you knew I was a werewolf like what the fuck because Tam's mom isn't a werewolf but yeah. like Tam themselves obviously is hmm? but just a very convoluted that's a that's a really long end game you know like right okay commit to the like day. it all just like came together for this very moment and it's like okay so you did all of that to get a werewolf and and why exactly do you need like a demon right, werewolf yeah. and he's like <laughs> and I'm just like okay he's like I have a red so- cloak. <laughs> <laughs> right, he's like, he's like, ooh, I'm evil and scary, and it's like, Fair. yikes. Um, but it was so like, so Tam's like, wow, I'm like super unimpressed with these motherfuckers, and so basically, like, they're like, fuck, like, I can't believe this step, like, my stepdad's like part of this group, like, like this Tam is like so embarrassing, goddamn. Tam was like, What'd you say? I always hated you, stepdad, and he's like, ha, right. Ha, ha, ha. So during all of this, um, Nova and crew like roll in. And basically just start, like, immediately whooping ass. Like, they just jump in and they're like, yeah. okay, like, you get these, like, people over here. You get these people over here. We, like, I'll take care of the spirit demon. And then, like, th- like release Tam. And I'm like, holy shit. Y'all just came in with the fucking plan. Facts. God damn. Um, so, like, they're, like, marking motherfuckers. Like, it, during the chaos, um, Tam is, like, released from the cage. And everyone's like, oh, look at God. But then, like, I guess Mrs. Crawford, who just, like, is just just cannot deal, like, was like, actually, no, I'm going to release this, the demon now. So, basically, she does this thing where, like, she puts the demon, like, in Tam. And so, Tam, like, becomes, like, the demonic werewolf. And, mm-hmm. like, Miss Crawford is like, oh, my God, like, look, look, look at Tam. Like, they're just, like, a monster now. Like, they're, like, there's no coming back. Like, we've won, whatever, whatever. And then Nova's like, Tam, listen, it's me. And then, like, so the whole, like, they fused minds and, like, maybe had sex metaphor earlier, like, comes into play because Tam is able to, like, <laughs> look within themselves and, like, see that the force, that the really the demon was just kind of, like, a possessed, like, a like an energy that was just generated and just kind of forced from body to body, but, like, the energy in itself maybe isn't necessarily evil. It was a little confusing, frankly, no, like, no shade, but it was just kind of, like, basically, like, the forest demon was originally, like, one of the spirit animals yeah. who became Corrupted. a forest demon mm-hmm. because the cult and, like, they're evil and all have red cloaks and probably red fingernails as well. Um, and dead. so, basically, Tam uses, like, magic and, like, love and, like, just all of the things to release themselves from the the demonic werewolf thing um and then they finally like you know get mrs crawford who would have totally gotten away with it if it weren't for these meddling kids <laughs> and so like so they body miss crawford they take care of everybody it's like whatever so next is just pretty much the epilogue where nova decides that she's gonna go on a quest for her apprenticeship and like just go elsewhere and um the grandmothers are like you know what like that's totally okay like you know do you sis like we like totally believe in you but and so Nova's talking to Tam, who originally was like, you know, I think I'm going to go home and, like, talk to my mom because, you know, like, she and I have just had a lot of issues with the whole stepdad situation. But now that I know the truth, like, I feel like we could, like, reconnect and, like, have this really beautiful familial, uh, familial relationship. And Nova's like, yo, that's really, really super lit. Like, I'm going to, like, do this apprenticeship and, like, you know, like, go elsewhere. And then Tam's like, wait, hold up. Uh, like, uh, let, let me go with you. Like, I'm going to go with you. And then... Noah's like, wait, but didn't you just say you were going to go to your mom and, like, have this whole, like, Tim's like, yeah, but, like, <laughs> yeah, home is where but... you are, so, like, we let's just, let's just go. 
And then Nova's like, I see nothing wrong with this. And so then they like kiss and it's cute. And that is the end of Mooncakes. Um, yeah. So let's take a quick break. And when we get back, we'll get into all of our feelings and thoughts. And we're back. So just to kind of, I guess to start the discussion, um, I guess we can just kind of talk about our overall thoughts. Personally, I really liked this comic. It was so cute. I don't know. Like, I just like, I don't know. Maybe it was just like the timing, but I was like, this is just like so sweet. Like, just like the story between like, Nova and Tam and like her two lit as grandmothers and like Tati. Like I just I think what I liked a lot about the comic was just like the characters just felt very like light and fun. Like it was just like this is just like a light, cute read and like everyone's just like loving and like wonderful and like I don't know, there's just like it, it's just it's just like people are just generally pleasant. And like even Mrs. Crawford, who like is completely <laughs> evil, um, also is just like is easily triumphed by good. I don't know. It's just one of those stories where it's just like there's just a really endearing cast. So I just really enjoyed just seeing them interact with each other and just like seeing also too, like, I think like just the normalization of like queer identity and like non-binary identity and all these different things. It's just really beautiful to see. Like the fact that Nova had two grandmothers, like was not like, it was just, there was like, Oh, like Nova just has two grandmothers. Like it's like not the deep. And like Nova, like uses a hearing aid and like Tam is non-binary. And like, there's just all these things that are, are true in this world that like, it's just, it's not that serious. Granted, they do sort of talk about some of the, like how to, like how that has led to you know adverse experiences throughout their lives or like just kind of being misunderstood really um, more than anything, um, especially when like Tam and Nova kind of fuse minds during that like spell part, um, and so like there is like some discussion here and there, but it just feels I don't know it's just like light and just like fun. I just like thought the characters were just like all very like composed and relatable and just like young and just like fun i don't know it, it, it was it was just really really cute i just i i liked the narrative um i felt like the whole villainy piece could have maybe been a bit more fleshed out but like ultimately i'm like it's not that deep like it, like i'm not offended <laughs> by like you know the lack of i guess villain character development there um so yeah mm. i fucks with it what did you think Ako? yeah um i agree with everything you're saying like i like the characters I think actually they're pretty funny. Like um, their interactions feel pretty uh, fun. You know what I mean? They're like sarcastic, mm-hmm. witty. They get along. They disagree, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. It's very teen, teen YA. Um, mm-hmm. oh, it's like Tam running off and being like, I need to do this on my own. And then there's lots of running and and being like, my parents don't understand. You know, that's typical right. YA stuff. So I, it, it's not bad. That's how, when you're a teenager, that's literally that's part of it. Like <laughs> that's part of being alive. Part of life. <laughs> so there's no, there's no issue with that. Um, and yeah, exactly. I, I liked, cause I think when we were reading on the summer short last year, I can't remember. There was other, there was another character who was either, either deaf or hard of hearing. And we were like, I hope this plays into the story. Oh, more. Abby from, um, yes. NFK. Yes, yes, yes. Come so, on memory. Yes. God. Yeah. That was Sorry, great. I, I was just going <laughs> to make a general reference, but, but, um, but I, we were, we, I remember us saying, like, we wish that we hope this has more to in the plot. And this book kind of, it did. And so that was really cool. 
um like i said there's like a lot of like hey these people exist in the world um that's normal mm-hmm. so yeah, <laughs> right. there you go i did i don't love this book and not for, and mm. i was reading it and i was like i don't know why because everything that all the elements are there for me to like this book but i think this is like purely personally i just didn't I think it's just not my cup of tea kind of book. I mean, I read it mm. and I was like, I like this. This is good. And I see, I would recommend it to like someone who wasn't me. <laughs> I think it's like the difference right. between like, <laughs> you know, like Starfire and Raven with the clothing. It's like, Starfire is not a bad character, but like, maybe you like Raven more. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not mm, anything deep. Okay. I don't have a problem with the story. I, I think I just like, I don't know how to say it. I just prefer other books, but <laughs> I think that's... No, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was good. I, th- I think it's a good read. I recommend it. I think it's a fun read for teenagers, too. I, it's very uh, light-hearted, good for the summer. Yeah. It's a good book. <laughs> yeah. No, and that that that's fair. Yeah, like, no need to... <laughs> to yeah, you know, like, like, you're how you feel like, about it. <laughs> I don't like a book because... Usually I don't like a book because I have, like, a, an issue. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. But now I'm just like, oh, yeah, people like different things. That's a thing. So. Right. Yeah, That that that's real. And it's funny that you say that because I feel like there are some things that it's, like, when... Because, like, when I was like, just sitting down and, like, reading it, like, I just, like, pretty much read it from cover to cover in, like, one sitting. And I was like, oh, delightful. But, like, preparing for the episode and stuff, I was like, okay, there are some things I'm kind of like, eh, but, like, still ultimately, like, enjoy it. Right. Um, I, I still I live. Uh-huh. This is, like, superficial. But I think, I, like, I was reading it and I was like, okay, okay. And then when Tam comes in and they're like, my dad is the head of a crazy demon cult. I was like, okay, this is interesting. I, I would like, let's, are you going to have to take him down? Like, is there... A follow, you know, I, I was like, oh, interesting. Mm. Like, let's keep going with this. But I was like, yeah, yeah, that's not the point of the book, though. Be, I was like, what, what kind of cult? Where'd they come from? Have they been here for centuries? <laughs> Have they always been trying to put werewolves and demons together? I was like, well, right. but they're like, that's not, that's not the point of the story. And I was like, uh, mm. yeah, you're right. So I think that's where I got the most excited. But, um, mm. but yeah, I, I, maybe I'm like in a mood for like something. It's so funny because like, I feel like three months ago, I was like, uh, everything's too dark. I need something light. And now I'm like reading something light and I'm like, uh, this is too light. I want something more serious. <laughs> it's like, all right, all right, all right chill. <laughs> so. No, like, and I think one thing I would have liked to have seen is maybe just, well, I think it was tactfully done, like sort of Tam's previous experiences, like in this town and like with their family and everything. Um, All we really got was sort of just like these lines here and there saying how like they just don't really get along with their stepdad, but like not really much of the stepdad's character, Um, which again, I I understand the focus of like keeping on like these central characters. Like, so that's like, that's fine. But I think for me, it would have been a little interesting just Mm kind of see like, what exactly was the stepdad's beef with Tam? Like, what exactly was yeah. their tension? Like, what was the source of it? Because um, I don't want to, like, make assumptions about, you know, it being about, like, their gender or, like, you know, like, it's just, like, I, like, I, like, I feel like maybe there could have been, like, some texture there, but, mm. you know, you know what ultimately it it's kind of, like, the sentiment was expressed, so it was, like, not that deep, frankly. Right. But, but you, know, you know what it is? I feel like when you are right, you know, like, well, for example, like, you know why, like Prince Zuko and his and his dad, like <laughs> are at it. You know, I mean, they show scenes of that in the show. I'm making mm-hmm. an Air- Avatar: The Last Airbender reference for anyone who's like, did you just pull out a prince name? I don't know. This isn't a Naruto reference. Like, this is new for you. <laughs> 
Um, I, I think I would have liked to see the the tension between the two of them more. You know what I mean? Like when you're mm-hmm. establishing like a a villain, like it it would be kind of nice. Even with Miss Miss Car- Crawford and Tam and, and yes, stuff, I feel like there wasn't enough like scenes. I mean, there's a big reveal where you're like Miss Crawford is evil, and you're like, ah, eh, fair. Uh, I never trusted her anyway. She was over here being like, I, I, what, take part in the community meetings and I go to the PTA meetings. I was like, she right. has to be evil. But um, I think I would have <laughs> been nice to see more, you know, like what the tension and, and learn more about this evil group and the stakes. That's it. The stakes mm. didn't seem high enough because we like didn't know what this evil cult was trying to accomplish. So, yeah. But yeah. it was a good book. You should read it. No, that's true. It's fun. I guess a part of me was kind of... In- so I know that I sort of glossed over it when I was talking about it, but, like, the the portion where, like, Tam was, like, a demonic werewolf for, like, literally, like, two minutes. Like, it was literally, like, 120 seconds. Like, literally no yeah. time. Um, When that was happening, um, and they were, like, inside the, like, mind transfer, like, like spell that they had shared with Nova, but it was like with this like demon spirit and it ended up being like one of the spirit animals. I guess like for me, I was kind of like, okay, like I kind of like the fact that like the demon spirit was like redeemable and like attributed to something much more presumably innocent. Granted, like it just became like this cute spirit animal that could have also been just as evil, but it didn't look as evil. (laughs) So we were just kind of like, okay, well I feel like this is like goat, like flower thing is kind of like you know like I like like this is like probably not su- as evil as it was at I'm least like, you know or like it's not probably like any more evil than any other animal but like um I kind of I guess I kind of like that energy as well that it was like you know there was a manipulation there that like you know under certain circumstances like entities can change um but mm. they can like also go back to their original source um, yeah like a redemption thing. Right, but it kind of also begs the question, like, okay, so where did the demonic energy come from? Like, are mm. you just, like, a demon that just, like, put on another disguise? Or, like, did did, did the cult make you a right, demon? Like, right. I, like, what exactly happened there? But, um, yeah, so I kind of like that, like, that was, like, because I, I think I just generally like when, like, villainous characters or villainous, like, entities or whatever, like, are humanized and are, right. like, allowed to be complex and are allowed to, like, be redeemed and, like, aren't the worst thing they've ever done. Because um, it just feels, like, more human and more real to me. So, yeah. um, I kind of like that energy. Um, I agree. But I, and- I think it could have, there could have been more to it. I, there wasn't even, an, uh, there wasn't even enough conflict between the demon and Tam when they're, you know, like, they they were like, hey, you're a demon. Um, love. And they were like, yeah, yeah. And they're like, okay, I'm back. And you're like, okay, that's good. I, I think maybe the book is a little young for me. I mean, that's what... Mm, because like... No, that's wrong. Uh, yeah, because I think I would have wanted a little more nuance, a little more something. Yeah. But I agree with you. I do like a redemption arc. And I do like the idea of the obvious truth that people are complex. So Right. But yeah, but otherwise, I mean, I personally think that Tatiana should have gotten more screen time. She was hilarious. <laughs> she was and I lived. Yeah. Um... Like I was like, yeah, yeah. Like I like no Tam, I get it. You're in love, but like Tati, like right. where, like where's Tati? Jokes. Like I feel like she just has like hilarious input at all times. Right. <laughs> um. So I kind of would, would definitely would have liked to see more of her character. I also just 
like Terry the cousin with like a bird head but like a human's body like that is still like the funniest shit to me like it's just so also, I like the way the, the book was drawn like they were they were their body shapes and stuff I was like okay this is nice this is like pretty varied body shapes and pretty mm. very human looking um like no very like true that. very true I mean except for Terry who's obviously a bird so <laughs> lacks much for like no reason. no reason like what the fuck could the accident have been like wait are the rest of y'all witches too like it was just oh I just right. had so many questions like oh my god <laughs> they're like oh like he's subconscious like duh girl like, <laughs> right. he has the face right. of a bird also, like, this motherfucker has does, a beak i know we don't we don't ask if with like mermaids and stuff but like where does the uh bird half end like is his you know what i mean like <laughs> it, it infect your intestinal we don't ask this for any other creature so it like doesn't matter but like, i had questions <laughs> like is it just the face or is it is it like the torso too like right. was it just covered by clothes yeah, like organs, does he even have <laughs> are they just like wings with like fingers at the end like yeah. how does that work okay. <laughs> can he fly i got questions like the whole body's a bird, but just in the shape of a, oh my god, it's too much. Um, yeah. So you know, we just gonna pray for Terry. Um, you know. right. But yeah, I mean, aside from that, those are pretty much my thoughts on it. Aka, were there any other things that you sort of wanted to mention about the book as well before we wrap up? No, I think that if you agree or disagree with our review of Mooncakes, you should tell us on our Twitter at. The colored pages and possibly Ooh. our Instagram at these colored pages. Ooh. And if you're feeling really bold, you could send us an email at these colored pages at gmail.com, which is mm-hmm. wild. Or if you should want to read more content on our website, these colored pages.com. Um, All are options. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're feeling, if the spirit moves you, um, much like Terry is moved to now eat worms. Uh, leave a comment and rate and review on any podcasting um, medium that you listen and subscribe subscribe to. Yes. And again, when we get to 25 on Apple Podcasts, we will be releasing a bonus episode. So we only need five more. So <gasps> y'all can do it. Believe mm. in y'all. Um, but yeah, also, Akko, that transition was sickening, Amen. like smooth as butter. Like, yeah. I, that was just really, I just needed to just tip my hat. <laughs> um, but yes, but aside from that, that's pretty much it. Is there anything else we should leave our listeners with before we head out? No, just until we see you next time, just remember to stay, stay colorful. colorful.